Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron. Praise the Lord! We're so thankful you're here with us on this particular episode of Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so glad to be your host. We're in Season 15, Episode number 8 on this 12th month of the year 2021, the first day of the month. Now, you may be listening sometime other than that because many folks go back and listen to our playlist. And we're glad you're here, whether it's your first time, whether you've been with us since the beginning or sometime in between. We're just glad and thankful you're here. Hey, please invite your friends and family. Subscribe. Give us a five-star review. We're going to be looking at one of the more, should I say obscure? I'm not sure that is the right word. I do like the website many times, the Atlas Obscura. But it's not a well-known archaeological discovery, but it is fascinating. and pertains to Scripture nonetheless. We're in 50 Proofs of the Old Testament from Rose Publishing. I suggest everybody get this laminated quadrifold. It's fantastic. I think it may actually be an octafold. And it's the tomb of the priestly Hezer family. H-E-Z-I-R. H-E-Z-I-R. Hezer family. It says this, In an elaborate tomb complex cut into the wall of Jerusalem's Kidron Valley is a Hebrew inscription identifying the burial cave as belonging to the descendants of Hezer. You might be asking, who is Hezer? I've read the Bible a lot. I'm not placing them. The names of three generations of priestly Hezer family members also appear in the inscription, verifying the existence of the priestly family mentioned in 1 Chronicles 24.15 and Nehemiah 10.20. Now, isn't that neat? A list of the Levitical priests during King David's time found in 1 Chronicles 24 mentions the name of Hezer. Later, in Nehemiah 10, another priest named Hezer, possibly a descendant of the former Hezer, is listed as one of the priests who signed a covenant to keep God's law in the restored temple around 450 B.C. Here we have three generations of the biblical descendants of Hezer. So, once again, just almost an incidental confirmation of Scripture. So many dozens, hundreds, maybe even over a thousand of those type things. Geography, culture, place names, climate, customs, so many things. Just confirm scripture. And so you can put your trust, your eternal trust, in what is written in the pages of that eternal book. Especially the New Testament, we believe the whole Bible is inspired, but we're in the New Testament dispensation where Jesus died for our sins, was buried, rose again, and we can live forever because he took our sins and sorrows. He became one of us. God became man. It's like the young boy couldn't communicate with the ants to save them from destruction. An old girl told him a little story about, well, if you could become an ant, maybe you could communicate with them. But they don't understand you right now. And that's the way it is. God became man so he could communicate with us, talk to us. Save us from our sins. God bless you. We love you. Thank you for being here. Join us over at New Life of Albany, Georgia on Facebook and YouTube. We'd appreciate it. And uh, join us every day. Listen to our playlists. And uh, we're just so thankful. Continue to keep us in prayer. Talk with you later. God bless you in Jesus' name.